Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. All hit radio. Welcome to the X Zone. A place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. took place. The sun did fry from the blue blue sky and the slopes falling nigh. The boys were sweating in the woods or cutting down a tree. Finishing off right around midday with a nice cold coconut. The bears were cold but it wasn't enough to cool his fellow snow. Welcome back to the Exxon everyone. I am Rob McConnell. We are coming to you from our broadcast center and studios in Crystal Beach, Ontario, Canada. Now, if you'd like to send us an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, TV. On the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. We're also on Talkstar Radio Network, Mutual Broadcast Network, and a number of other affiliates around the world. Wow, here we are, two days before St. Patrick's Day. Where does the year go? It just seems that we're just getting over Christmas, and then we had a Valentine's Day, and now here we are in St. Patrick's Day zone. And I wonder how the COVID virus where the COVID pandemic is now going to affect the Irish. In fact, according to the, the uh, let me see, the Canadian Association of Hospitals, they are now declaring that Canada is in a third wave pandemic because of the variants. So just when you think the pandemic is over, eh, wrong here we go again. My guest this hour, Exxon Nation, is a lady that we've had the pleasure of having on before. Her name is Tara Green, and she is an internationally known professional intuitive, tarot reader, astrologer, and numerology, dream worker, worker, dream worker, I should say, a shaman, woman spirituality leader, and she's been doing this since 1991. Now, her website is www.tarotarot.com. And Tara is joining me from the city of Toronto, Ontario, right just down the road on the four, on the QEW, the 401. And uh, Tara, welcome back to the Exxon. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you, Rob, so much. Oh, sorry, I'm hearing a bit of an echo there. Um, 
I'm well, and how are you? I know you're still recovering from your accident. Actually, I'm doing really well. I, I am now walking on my own. I don't, wow. yeah, I don't need my walker. I don't need my cane. I'm just able to walk on my own. And the doctor is saying, well, you shouldn't be able to do this for another couple of months. Mm. And then Laura says, well, you don't know the McConnell factor. <laughs> so there you go. But thank you very much for your kind wishes, my dear friend. How yeah. are things going with you in Toronto and uh, the the COVID situation? Well, um, you know, it's to me, you know, uh, it's kind of business as usual. But mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of weird to go through downtown and see everything closed up and all the little businesses yeah. gone, and you know, it's very sad. So, I mean, things are still closed down. I mean, it's just opened up a little bit more recently, so at least you know some of the smaller stores are open. But yeah. you know, it's kind of like it's been a year already, almost to the day. Um, you know, and I think, you know, nobody really saw it coming. I think astrologers did, but they weren't really, they, I think they didn't want to scare people, in fact, and tell them how bad it could be. Right. So, you know, of course, everybody's just learning to, to cope with it as, mm -hmm. as best they can, you know, but it's totally changed the way we work and the way we live and the way we think and, you know, not connecting with people. You know, everybody is in a kind of deficit of, uh, physical, you know, connection, especially people who are all alone. You know, it's it's really bad even down here in Niagara. Uh, we had to go to Welland to the clinic last week. And driving through Welland to get to the uh, Welland Hospital, where I had my surgery, and that's where my doctor's uh, fracture clinic is, mm -hmm. it was like driving through a ghost town. And a lot of the smaller yeah. businesses are boarded up and closed. Yeah. And yet yeah, on the so, other side of the coin, Tara, down mm -hmm. here, properties are selling left, right, and center. Yes, because people are, I think for a lot of people who, you know, especially in downtown Toronto, mm -hmm. always used to drive by all those big condo buildings going, how can people live in those little tiny spaces? Yeah. Well, that was okay when you were going out to work, but when you're not going out to work, you know, everybody's buying properties out of town because they can yeah. work remotely. And I don't think that's going to really change. I think people like the idea of being out and being in a little quieter place. And it is a little bit freer usually mm -hmm. if you're in a smaller town than in the city, right? Well, so, yeah, it's been this big housing boom. It sure has. In fact, the house across the street from where we are here in Crystal mm -hmm. Beach went up for sale on a Monday. On mm -hmm. a Wednesday, there was a bidding war. The mm -hmm. house sold for twice the amount the owner was asking for. Wow. Yeah, I've heard that from other yeah. people, too. You know, and I, I remember when I was a kid, we used to go to Crystal Beach. It was a big, beautiful beach, and there was an amusement park, mm -hmm. and it was a big yeah. thing that I looked forward to when I was a child, right? So, But I haven't been there in many, many years. Well, I must tell you, the the tree on bay on the Bay Beach still has your initials carved in it, so you'll <laughs> always be remembered and cherished here in Crystal Beach. <laughs> so what's new with you besides that? Um, when it comes to what is happening in the universe, are things getting worse? Are things settling down? Or are we still in the hodgepodge of who knows what's going to happen next? Well, I think there's a number of factors going on. Like, like I'm just going to get back to the astrology. Mm -hmm. So um, from an astrological point of view, COVID, not that we can blame the planets, you know, right as much as we'd like to. It's a, their convergence, the convergence of Saturn, which is traditionally the planet of hard knocks and testing and literally death and endings, and Pluto, which is still a planet to astrologers, came together January the 12th, 2020, and that, you know, they get together every 34 years or so, but 
you know, it's just that it creates a lot of destruction, right? And Pluto is still in Capricorn until 2024. So it, Pluto is the planet of, of death and rebirth and transformation. And so, you know, it's, it's kind of taking apart all the corporate structures and businesses, which we can see if you mm-hmm. understand the symbolism of the planets, right? So in one sense, that's still going on. The U.S. is still headed for what's called its first Pluto return, where Pluto is going to be back where it was. Uh, it's actually February 2022. It's exactly where it was when July the 4th, 1776, when the Declaration of Independence happened. So there's a kind of, like they call it the Great Reset, but in a way it's like, you know, is America going to be in the same kind of shape? Are they going to redo the Constitution? Do you know what I mean? Like all of that is yeah. still looming. And at the same time, um, you know, there was a big thing about these other two planets, Jupiter and Saturn, coming together December 21st, uh, 2020, which was heralded as the new age of Aquarius beginning. And so a lot of people are very positive and very optimistic about this age of Aquarius, which, you know, they sung about in the musical Hair. That's mm-hmm. what made it famous, you know, the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Um, so these two planets, Jupiter and Saturn, are very expansive. They come together every 20 years. So 20 years used to be considered a generation. So last time they came together, it was in the year 2000 in Taurus, and Taurus rules, of course, the bull market, you know, and it was the dot-com bust. So you can, if you look back, you can see all of the tangible resources, you know, gaining, like, incredibly for the last 20 years. But now we're very obviously in the age of cryptocurrencies. That is Aquarius. It's everything that's untangible, everything that's in the air. It's electric. It's new inventions. It's pioneering. It's breaking away from the past. So definitely we're entering a new age, a minor age for the next 200 years, and then a much bigger, the, you know, the astrological ages last 2,160 years. Um, there's just discrepancies about when it actually starts, that's all. When we look at the, the, the astrological look for 200 years, and then if we take the, the advancements in technology and in crypto and so on, and so forth. Doesn't aren't they at odds? Don't they work against each other? The advancements in technology and crypto, and and what's going on in the world with uh, with the political scene, as well as what's going on with the oh, COVID yes, pandemic. In some like, ways, yeah, in some ways, no. you could see like like for example, Pluto or Saturn. Uh, Capricorn is is the sign of like the old history, like the old networks, right? And now we're moving from Capricorn energy into Aquarius energy, which is all about dismantling the old. So you can see that in, you know, Black Lives Matter even and and women's rights, you know, uh, um, you know, freedom. Uh, And Aquarius is about everybody being equal. So the whole thing about gay rights, I think today the the Catholic Church said, no, they can't bless gay marriages, right? Well, they're still doing the old age, right? Not yet ready to come into the new age, which is the age of Aquarius, where everybody's equal. Everybody has equal rights. There's no hierarchies. There's not going to be any more royalty anymore. But, but don't, you, you, don't know, you think that is that is a hope? And when it comes to reality, we're going to see that it's not going to be equal, that there are there is going to be royalty, no matter how many people who want to see these changes. I, I really don't see it happening. Okay. Well, I think, you know, change takes time. Right. But you think about because Aquarius is about new technology Mm -hmm. and definitely, for example, you know, everybody's on Zoom. You know, we wouldn't we would be totally isolated. We wouldn't be able to communicate. You know, and Aquarius is the element of air, which represents communications um, without it. 
so we definitely, our lives are dependent on it, right? There is actually, I think, there is a dual aspect to this, and I think there's a lot of people who are going against the technology and going to the land and getting very self-sufficient. You saw that that kind of started. Everybody was home and baking sourdough bread and learning yeah. how to can pickles and, you know, get some chickens. And mm-hmm. so I think it's both, you know, but I think it will take time. That's all. I mean, these ages take time. So, like, you know, the last time... Um, you know, for example, when the U.S. was started, it was when they had first discovered this planet called Uranus, which was it was just its anniversary a couple of days ago being discovered, which represents technology because they discovered it with a telescope. And we've moved through the industrial age. You know, you've, you've heard people talk about the post-industrial mm-hmm. age. Well, that's the age we're in now. It's the age of information. Yeah, yeah I understand that we're in the age of information, but I, I think that a lot of the people who put all their high hopes into into changing the uh, the educational system to cater to the the uh, the high tech companies and their way of doing things because they just make keep on making money upon money upon money that all it'll take is a solar flare wipe out the electrical grids and what's going to happen with all these people who do not ha- no, who do not know how to use their common sense they depend on their iPad their iPhone computers to live What's going to happen? Right. Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. And, you know, um, the whole thing about Bitcoin and Dogecoin mm-hmm. and all that Reddit stuff, like that Reddit thing where the people, you know, GameStop, where they pushed up the stock, that's a yeah. totally Aquarian thing. The people got together, they beat out the big guys, you know, but then they were stopped. Mm-hmm. So it's going to take more time. Now, I do agree with you. You know, my whole rever- uh, reservation about Bitcoin is, yeah, the grid goes down or somebody pulls the plug who really controls it because nobody really knows where Bitcoin was created from, yeah. or a big solar flare, and boom, it's gone. So, yes, there is going to be like this duality, but I think people, some people won't be aware. Some people are totally fixated on the AI and the robotics, and mm-hmm. we want to be a robot, and we want to get wired up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, these people and need their people heads are e- not. These people need their heads examined as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. You, know, they, they, you know, they're stupid. They, they want to be something they could never be. And I think that this like what? is what, well, immortal. They want immortal, to be robots. Yes. They, they, that's because, in my opinion, they can't face reality in the skin they're in. They want to be something that they're not. And I, I think as good as technology is, Tyra, it's a curse. Years ago, I oh, had, absolutely. Years ago, I had uh, Pastor Harry Walther on the show, and he told me, years ago, he said, the mark of the beast isn't 666, it's WWW. <laughs> and I agree with him. <laughs> Well, that's funny we're having this conversation because, you know, I'm really making people aware of AI, which already is operating. Mm-hmm. And the AI, some people say, is an alien intelligence, that they use that, this kind of technology, and yeah. they're going to come and literally, like, eat your consciousness mm-hmm. up, whether you see that as a metaphor or a real thing. Um, yes, it is a curse, and I'm really coming to realize that yeah. you go into this black hole where it sucks you in, mm-hmm. and it takes your time, and you're not, you know, it's virtual, and people want to go into AI and virtual reality. And, and, you know, yeah, I don't think that's right. I don't think at this point when the Earth is at a very critical uh, state of fragility, you know what I mean, environmentally, that or you need to go to Mars like Elon Musk wants to do. You know, that is not, you know, it's not sustainable. Yeah. And look, take care of you the know, problems on this planet first. And then once everything's settled right. here, then if you want to play around with your money and, and do stupid stuff like going to Mars, go right ahead. You know. Right. Because yeah. if, no. if, if people believe there was a civilization on Mars before, 
Mm-hmm. It's gone now. So what makes them think that we earthlings have the intelligence to actually proceed where others have failed, especially on mm-hmm. Mars? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, yeah, pe- and I think technologically in terms of space, even though we were all brought up with mm-hmm. Star Trek and Star Wars, yeah. and, you know, and, and I would see them more. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back. This is the Exxon. I'm Rob McConnell coming to you from our broadcast center in our studios in Crystal Beach, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV. Hmm. Artificial intelligence. Oh, Jesus. You know, we have enough intelligence as it is and we're not working. That's not working out very well from the majority of people is again. So now people are putting faith in artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. Why? What are they trying well, to I think, you know, what are they trying to get to that they couldn't do it as humans? Well, it's just that, you know, these computers sorry, there's a I can hear myself um uh echoing there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's you know, it's the scientific method and there's corporations behind it and it's a way to spy on people. Um, you know, when AI gets to the critical like um um you know, like the what did they call it, the event horizon, like the event horizon, you know, that one computer will be connected to every computer and then they're, they teach each other. So mm-hmm. they keep learning. I think at one point Facebook runs, you know, they're already using AI. Uh, Facebook was running it and the computers were talking to each other in a secret language. They had to shut them down, right? Um, yeah, we need real intelligence. We do need common yeah. sense. It's true, you know. So there is this kind of great divide, but there's always this duality. You know, some people are seeing, you know, spiritually there's a big, you know, fight like there always is between good and evil, you know, between light and dark, between the corporations that are, you know, trying to rip everybody off and control people and control the media and, you know, things like that. And then there are good people. Ordinary people are usually pretty good people, right? They're not bad. They're not going to hurt you, you know. So, you know, it's a leveling out. It's the common people who are the sane people, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You've got yeah. people, you know, uh, like Mark Zuckerberg, who is, uh, you know, he's so in, you know, he's so into himself that it's a wonder that he can breathe without an oxygen tent. <laughs> um, and, and you know, like, I, I agree that the computers will talk to each other. I agree that that people will be monitored. But you know what? If you have nothing to hide, you have nothing to fear. People say, well, Big Brother, well, Big Brother's watching you and has been watching you ever since you received a social insurance number, ever since you received a passport, ever since you started paying for your gas and uh, everything else with your debit card. 
Being watched by Big Brother is nothing new. And I, and I firmly believe that if you have nothing to hide, you have nothing to fear. It's the people who are hiding something or are afraid that something is going to be discovered. They're the people who are yelling about Big Brother. They're the people who are fearing the, the mass accumulation of data from all these different data banks. For yeah, me, but for example, like in China now, they have this uh, sociability quotient. And if you're not towing the party line. I mean, mm-hmm. that's communism, right? They have, they're going to have cameras over covering every inch of China. And, you know, when everything is on digital, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all your banking and whatnot, they can shut down your bank accounts. They can do and that then, now uh, here. They can do that now here. Well, yeah, well, that's the problem. You know what it, I mean? Like now it's going to be if you're not vaccinated, you're not going to be able to travel. Well, I agree with that. I, I'm one who's a you know? proponent of vaccinations. You know, I, I, I've got a problem with the government saying, well, if you want to take the COVID vaccination, you can. If you don't want to, well, you don't have to. I think that's stupid. If I was the person making the rules, hey, you take, the, you take it, whether you want it or not, you take it because the need of the many outweigh the need of the few. And it's the majority of the population that wants the COVID vaccination, not the minority. You know, so that's just me. Okay. I can't even talk about that, Rob. So let's, let's not talk about that. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. I mean, that, I find the whole everybody being in mm-hmm. fear really negative, though. You know what I mean? That, to me, has really affected me psychically. People, you know, feeling the wave of the fear and the, you know, there's been, like, incredible um, suicides and things like that from people living in isolation. That is not natural. That is not normal. You know, and the children growing up just seeing everybody with masks on, like, that, that's a really terrifying thing. To Why? Me. Why? Why is that terrifying when you're when you're Because protect- it's not natural. It's and not. It's not. not I, under, I understand. It's not natural. But if you're doing mm-hmm. something to protect the members, other members of society, and your family, big deal. Just do it. If do it, we'll get rid of this stuff, and we'll go back to living as we were before. Yeah, they've never had. This is a big experiment. They've never uh, had everybody at the same time in the same situation. Like you know, we had SARS before, mm-hmm. and they didn't lock down the whole city. They just locked down the hospitals. You know, that's all I'm saying. I don't think that everybody should be um, treated like this. That's all. I just don't like the way they're handling it. To me, it doesn't make sense. All right. All. So if you were handling it, how would you handle it? Yeah, I can't even go there, Rob. Why not? <laughs> yeah, I can't talk about it. I just have a totally differing point of view about what it's all about. That's all. And and that was kind of coming to me intuitively for a while. And I kind of went, oh, God, this looks so horrible. I can't go there even, and I can't talk about it. So... You know, I can't. That's all. I mean, I feel like people cannot express their point of views anymore. That, to me, bothers me. I'm always about freedom. And that's what the age of Aquarius is supposed to be all about. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, people can't say what they want. You know, there's the whole, uh, you know, you're going to offend this person or that person or somebody's going to get mad at you or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, how do you honor everybody having their own individual opinion, which is really what the age of Aquarius is all about. I can disagree with you. You can still respect me. Sure. You know, everything's been so polarized, right? I think it's polarized because people want it to be polarized. Listen, I talk to people all the time. I don't share their opinions. They don't share mine. That doesn't mean I think anything less of them. Yeah, but that's you, you see. But most people get into that kind of polarity, you're wrong, I'm right, you know, which is all 
kind of, you know, you should, not should, I don't want to say should, yeah. ideally in a, an enlightened society, let's put it that way, that's what the age of Aquarius is all about. It's kind of like an ideal, you know what I mean? Okay, we can agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. How about that? Sure. You know, I don't respect you any less. You still have your rights. I have mine. You know what I mean? But there is a collective, like how do we work together for the best of everybody? That's true. But that doesn't mean everybody's going to see things the same way. But isn't You're that, not going to be seen as wrong for disagreeing. But isn't that the way it's always been? What's changed? I remember the vaccination, uh, uh, you know, differences in opinion 20, 30 years ago. I remember the difference of opinion in politics, in privacy. Yeah, it's just become more intense. You know, come on, you know. It's, it's become more obvious that people are just really like super angry. I mean, Trump is gone, but you know, uh, people being so polarized in the states, or people you know disagreeing with anything, like like you know, you are being um, censored on Facebook, on YouTube. They take people down. They mm-hmm. don't let people express their opinions. You know what I mean? So there is censorship. You know, that's another story, right? Um, you know, I you know I don't believe in white supremacists. Should Nazis should be able to you know promote their things? You mm-hmm. don't and you don't say things that are going to harm children or anything like that, right? And yeah, and yet but, it's okay um, for Black Lives Matter. If you're white, you can't that? do it. If you're black, you can. Well, yeah. So you know there is these kind of like you mm-hmm. know again, it's a whole very complicated yeah. uh, topic here. You know, like. Um, there, there is agendas about all these things, you know, what people can say and how they're going to respond in the whole cancel culture, you know what I mean? If you say something that somebody doesn't like to buy, you're over. You know, your whole career is over. Uh, it, so it, bothers, are, it bothers me to no mm-hmm. extent that, that celebrities are using their, their celebrity status to influence mm-hmm. other people like never before, like Robert De Niro, Morton Downey Jr. And, mm-hmm. and, and these people, you know, you're an actor for God's sake. You're not a real thing. Mm-hmm. Like, but they know, have influence, so they're that, that's right. used and, to promote influence. That's uh, what I'm saying. It's yeah. not really balanced at all. And people are, it's easy for people to get influenced. You know, they, they worship that celebrity or they think that celebrity knows. Or, you know, so there is a lot of yeah. you know, programming, propaganda. That's what I don't like. Yeah, right? I, I agree with you. And, I agree with yeah. you on that. It's like, like, why the hell would anybody believe anything an actor says? And I think that Oprah Winfrey, she, uh, I got into a discussion on a on a radio station today out of Los Angeles. And the guy says, well, you're a Canadian. What do you think? I said, Oprah should be taken off the air. She incites, she incites racism. Mm-hmm. Oprah is a racist. A rich racist who, who people are afraid of. Oh, because of that whole yeah. Prince Harry and Meghan interview? Right. Yeah, I think there was, I, it was definitely skewed, and they haven't come back and said something. I mean, I'm not saying that yeah. I don't think what some of their saying is true, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was skewed because there were certain very specific things that were not true, but yeah. they made it sound like the royals were being racist, that, for example, Archie doesn't have a uh, an HRH, but he wasn't meant to. That, that's yeah. not the way it works. So that was really skewed, and I thought, no, 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 that's yeah. not right. You, you know, know? And, and then and, Pierce Morgan defended mm-hmm. the crown, mm-hmm. and he got mm-hmm. ostracized for it. Right. You know, like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 yeah, well, he's he's been kind of, you know, pissed off with, you know, 
Meghan Markle for a long time, and he's always yeah. complaining about her. And but yeah, but then you know you do have the right to say he, you know, he apologized and said I didn't mean to say like uh, you know people who are um, you know saying they're suicidal shouldn't be listened to or that's mm. not true. He did apologize, you know, because they they put everything in the same basket. Yeah. You know, he's just saying I don't believe anything she says right. in general. Not like I didn't believe this. Right? And, and even even though he taken. apologized, he lost his job. Well, he walked out. He walked out because yeah. he was so fed up. I don't blame him. Yeah. You know, the major no. major media corporations, you know, tick me off. I'm glad that I own well, my own. Well, they're running the yeah. show. Yeah, well, of course. Now, look today. Show. Look today. Rogers bought over a Shaw. Oh, they did? Yeah. Wow. So those are monopolies, you know. It's yeah. like Facebook. I think they're, yeah. they're trying to take Facebook apart. I don't know if they will be able to. You know, or even Google. Yeah. Like, Google runs everything, right? So, you know, that's the thing where people have to become more intelligent and go, wait, why is, why is everything in one, in one hand? You know what I mean? Like That's because you know, Pepsi it, owns mm-hmm. 20 million different brands. You're always buying you know, Pepsi yeah. or Coke or whatever. Do you know what I mean? You think they're different brands, but they're not. My, mind you, when it comes to Pepsi compared to Facebook, you know, how many people, yeah. you know, <laughs> the, you know it, in my opinion, we need food. We don't need Facebook. You know, and, yeah. and, and, and we don't need to have everything mined from us. You know, they're yeah. watching us. They're taking all our information. And you know what it's like. We, you go look at something on the Internet, and then they blast you with all those ads, right? I find that incredibly intrusive. So, well, you know what? They state it up front. We've had our legal department go over these things with a fine-tooth comb. And mm-hmm. it is right there. And as soon as you agree to use that site or use that search engine, yeah. you are giving them permission. Yeah, because it's free. Yeah, you know, if people had to pay for it, then you then that's how they'd make their revenue, and and then they would have to agree yeah. to not, you know, collect your information and you know watch everything you're doing, right? Exactly, exactly. And yeah. people, it's the people who use these um, different platforms that are giving the platform the information that the people are ticked off about that they have. Right. Well, this is the thing. I think you yeah. need to have like free, open source. You know what I mean? Other kinds of systems. You know, mm-hmm. like I think there are alternatives now to Google, um, although you know they have they have no censorship yeah. censorship, so they tend to attract all kinds of, you know, conspiracy theorists. And you know what I mean? There's a lot of hate on there, but there is, it is yeah. a free platform where you're not being censored. So you just kind of ignore those people, but at least you're free. And I have seen a number of them. Some of them are more new agey, yeah. like just for people who are very spiritual. Do you know what I mean? Very positive. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they kind of, you have to agree to only, you know, post things of that nature. Do you know what I mean? You're not going to get on there and say something horrible about somebody else, you know? So I think those are the alternatives, like that's what Aquarius is all about. So, again, because we're just at the beginning of all this, you know, change takes time, right? Um, but people definitely need to wake up, and pe- more people are awake. I think the COVID-19, the, the good thing is people have had time to reassess. You know, what was I doing running to my job every week and yeah. working all those hours? You know, for some people, they really like feeling they're more independent at home. Hey, Tara, people, I hate, to, I hate to cut you off, but productive. I've got to take my break. Please stand by. Yeah. Exonation. Tara okay. Green is our special guest. I like Tara. I really do. She's a sweetheart. <laughs> had the pleasure of meeting her a number of times, and... She's got her heart in the right place. She's a super lady. Visit her website, tarotaro.com, and her blog, infinitynow.wordpress.com. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Whatever you do, don't go away. They figured it nice when the river swim down in the valley below. 
girls agree that this day said, What are we gonna eat? Worry that fish will catch a fry. The crowd was quick replied, Hey, ho, row and fish and buff, we won't be using rods. No, we'll be using sharp bears. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast, but the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Welcome back, everyone. Tara Taro is our special guest. Her real name is Tara Green, but we call her Tara Taro over here. If you'd like to find out more about Tara, maybe you'd like to contact her for a one-on-one consultation. Give her a call at, or visit her website. That would be even be better at www.taratarot.com. Hey, Tara, you know what really ticks me off? When you buy it, when you, when you subscribe to a streaming uh, platform, like Amazon, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you pay a subscription, and you have to watch their damn commercials. That ticks right. me off. There's a there's a platform out there called Tubli. I think it's T U B I or T U B L I. Mm-hmm. It's free. No, you've got to no, watch. Uh, you've got to watch. One. You've got to watch a little commercial. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's free. Oh. Cool. I discovered that, and I'm saying, well, why, why am I watching, why am I watching Amazon, and paying a, a a membership fee, and then having to watch their commercials? That makes no sense. Right. Double dipping. Yeah, I think. Sorry, I, 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 you know, most people have Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. so I think you get the Amazon with it. You know, so if you want your stuff delivered the next day, yeah. Um, and you get a lot of things delivered. You do Amazon Prime, right? I mean, I don't even really watch Amazon. I think we. Watch Netflix and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I love Netflix. Right? Yeah. I love my yeah. fav- my favorite show on Netflix is is Shameless. I haven't seen that. One. Oh, with it's a series with William A. William Macy. <laughs> oh yeah, it mm-hmm. is. It is. It is cool. It is great. Oh, I love okay. this. Oh. I love Netflix. Yay, Netflix! <laughs> I'll have to check that out. Where, where do you see this all going? The 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 turmoil that we're facing now, Tara. Well, I think what we're seeing is the breakdown of an old system, mm-hmm. you know, that has been entrenched for a long time. And, you know, civilizations don't last forever, you know. So, you know, whether people are more concerned about, you know, the state of the earth, climate change, or even how to, you know, we can see how the nature came back. The one nice thing about COVID-19 is like, you know, the air was became clean, like more people were safe from dying in China because they shut down, you know what I mean, things in in China last year, uh, you know, even all over the world. So I think people are reconsidering the quality of their lives. You know what I mean? If you're not commuting to work, you know, two hours a day or whatever and using up gas and resources and your wear and tear in your car and the stress, you're going, well, this is way better. So I think slowly it's changing. Um, you know, how it can change, now that's a different thing. You know, it can always go either way, right? But, um, I mean, as the young people coming up, the younger generations, like, the Gen Z kids, I think in a lot of ways they're very compassionate and, um, 
they honor their elders, which is really kind of interesting, uh, you know, because in the 60s it was like don't trust anybody over 30. So there is a sense that even though they're very much into this new technology, I mean, they can learn anything, you know, on, on your phones. I'm not, you know, I'm, I, I like the technology because I feel like it is quite magic in a way, but you just have to have it in balance. That's exactly. All. You know, you can't let it totally take over your life. That's all. I, I think it's very sad when, when families are so involved in their little iPads, their iPhones, or the handheld technology that they use that they really don't know each other anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I've gone to restaurants yeah. and you've got mom, dad, two kids at a table not talking. They've yeah. all got their heads bowed down and it's like they, you know, bowing your head to, to in prayer. But what they're doing is they're, they're using their electronic gizmos. I, th- I think it's so sad. Yeah, that's sad. And, and you know, I, I find it odd. You know, I see young mothers with their cell phones. They're talking mm-hmm. on their cell phones where they have their little babies, you know. And there's also EMFs that come off those cell phones yeah. and computers. And, and that really isn't healthy for you, uh, especially for children. And to me, that's like, that's a greater alarm. Like, again, people are not aware. They don't ask questions about mm-hmm. that, you know, because anything new, yeah. Technology, there's always a price to pay, you yeah. know. So, yeah, if people get so... Um, detached, you know, that's an Aquarius thing too, from their families or being close or being able to be intimate. Well, I think for a lot of people, that's what's happened during COVID. You know, mothers had to take care of, be at home and have their mm-hmm. kids at home and homeschool them. You know, and a lot of women had to have home births, which they weren't expecting because it was too scary to go to the hospital. Yeah. So I think there's, you know, a lot of like new consciousness came up out of this, um, which I think is a good thing. You know, like a lot of uh, young kids are going, well, wait a minute, we're we're, they, they're more aware of what's going on. So I think it's a good thing, but I think because we're just in the beginning of this, and if I look at it astrologically, there's going to be much bigger changes coming up, like even by 2025 or so. It's going to look quite different. But, you know, sometimes it's hard to see that. And it's really up to the people to wake up. The people have to wake up and go, no, we don't want to live this way. You know, we can, where, where is this going? You know, why are we listening to uh, the media, the, you know, whatever, everybody telling us what to do, what do we want? So I think it's really important for people to do the spiritual work, and I think that's why also tarot has become so popular, astrology has become so popular, and, you know, smudging, everybody knows about smudging and meditating and yoga. Even yoga as a fitness theme still brought people into their bodies, into, you know, getting in touch with themselves, you know, so, like, you need to have that spiritual balance Otherwise, you're just going to get lost in this technology maze. And we're not, we're humans. You know, we yeah. have natural technologies. You know, you could call our uh, common sense a natural technology, right, mm-hmm. that we need to boost. We need to bolster. I remember years ago, it was in the winter and the power went off somewhere and people were complaining that their freezers, they had to throw out all this food because their freezer wasn't working. And I'm going, mm-hmm. it's winter, just put your food out in the, in the ice, you know, in the snow. But people didn't have the common sense to do that. Well, I, I remember maybe 10, 15 years ago, we had an extreme blackout throughout the province of Ontario and three or four of the different states. And mm-hmm. in Hamilton, we did not have power for five days. Wow. Five days. And, uh, it, it, you know, like we always have hardwired phones, I'm not mm-hmm. a I'm not a believer in the Wi-Fi or the or the internet phones. I want hardwire phones in case the power does go out. You still have your phones, mm-hmm. and it was very interesting to watch even our grandchildren 
cringe mm-hmm. because they couldn't watch TV. They couldn't play their electronic games. Oh, my God, what am I going to do? Read a book, mm-hmm. for God's sake. You do know how to read, don't you? You're in university. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And, and, then, yeah. and then this COVID, when it struck, all the people that were sick who couldn't join their loved ones, be with their loved ones, and then people... Like myself, who lost their mother. We couldn't go to Montreal mm-hmm. because of the COVID. You know, it's it's hard. But what do you yeah, want to do? Yeah, it's very hard. Yeah. It's very hard. It's very sad. All those people, there's a whole collective grief around that because mm-hmm. they didn't get to really say goodbye. Yeah. You know, like you, for example, or, I mean, I'm sure you did it in your heart, and, yeah. you know, you, you're, I'm sorry you lost your mom, and, you know, there's lots of people who've lost people. Yeah. You know, there's a big collective grief that needs to be dealt with and there's... honored, and, you know, they don't really honor grieving in this culture anyway. That's another thing that I have a, a peeve about, you I know? Agree. Like, in traditional cultures, you would mourn for a year, and there were stages of it, you know? And, you know, like, I think they used to see the Italian women or the Greek women used to wear black for yeah. a year. Well, that's a sign that we're in mourning, and we're not going about our normal business and i think that's a sign of respect actually i i think what we're seeing here is a lot of people are not getting the closure that is so Mm -hmm. uh, it's such a very important part of the grieving process you need closure Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so i'm not sure if there are people that are aware of this and and collectively they're trying to help people in Mm -hmm. a system i think a lot of people have you know had mental illness and been severely depressed because there has been a lot of people been totally alone you know and that's really hard it's not normal for us to be alone you know it's not normal for us to be isolated under any circumstance you know uh, we need to live more in small groups and collectives and communities. Like, like it was always that way. You know, like if a woman had a baby years ago, you would stay in bed for six weeks and, and, you know, your relatives or your friends or the community would come and feed you and take care of you. So you didn't have to do anything. That was just, you know, and everybody did that for everybody else. Or if you were sick, you know, you broke your leg, all your neighbors would come and help you. Mm-hmm. Your family would come and help you. You know, it was just the way it was, you know. So I think we need more of that, that more of that collective, you know, we care about each other. We're there for each other, you know. I hate to say it, my friend, but I think those days are well gone. Well, I think there are people, I keep meeting young people who are buying land, who are starting collectives, who are going back to grow land um, uh, based on Rudolf Steiner on permaculture and things like that. And they're very spiritual and they want a spiritually based community. So I do see that there's a big movement to that, too. It might be very small at this point, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of people are, are doing that because they're saying, this is crazy, this is insane, we don't want to live this way. But doesn't that make them look as if they're, they don't want to be part of the solution, the major solution, that they want to be on their own, they want to do their own thing because the rest of the society may not agree with them, that they're withdrawing and they're going into their own little their own little areas, uh, their own little well, small villages well, and no, so on. Well, no, but I mean, they they believe that they're building a new paradigm, let's put it that way, or a new way of life, mm-hmm. right? And more and more people can join or say, you know, uh, we want to live that way. I think they're doing this in cities now, building collective gardens so that everybody can grow their own food collectively. Or, you know, we can have chickens in our mm-hmm. backyard now if we want here in Toronto, right? It, it sounds um, as if we're going back to the days of the hippies and the communes. Well, yeah, and that that was actually initiated, like the age of Aquarius in the Mm -hmm. 60s. 
that was just the seeding of that idea. That's what I'm saying. These things take a long time. So people living communally, like for older people too, it doesn't make sense to live on your own. Of course you know, not. I know I've heard of people, older women, especially because they usually outlive their, their mates mm-hmm. or single women who've never married. They all live together. And if you, you know, they get older, well, then you have a live-in nurse who takes care of you or somebody who's there. Or we look after each other. It's just natural. So I think people are naturally going back to what was that worked. Well, we already have that. It's called old old folks homes, old age homes. Yeah, no, no, but not like that. Not like that. Not managed by a government. Well, wait a sec. Wait a sec. Uh, Not not all old old senior homes are are run by the government. Oh, I know that. No, I know. The private ones are good. Yeah. But, But there's not that many of them. But that might be what's yeah. starting. But I think people are doing it as individuals because they don't want to be in the bigger government system that's running it or telling them how much medicine they're supposed to take. Or I don't know. I don't know. This is where you and I disagree as well because I believe okay. that, that the government should control medicine. I really do. I really okay. do. I don't think don't that, agree with that. I, I'm, I don't I'm think more into natural medicine. I, and, I don't think. And, oh, if uh, you're talking natural medicine, we're not talking something that is under the Narcotic Control Act or the Food and Drug Administration. Natural medicine. Yeah, that's a different. Yeah, thing. it's totally that's different, different category. Thing. So we're talking right. about but, alternative here, not mainstream. Right. Okay. Yeah, and I'm not a mainstream yeah. subscriber, and I never have been. You know, so. Um, you know, to me, it's like, yeah, if the government really cared, mm-hmm. you know, you wouldn't have genetically modified foods. You wouldn't have Roundup used in, you know, for the last <sighs> 60 years. You know, you wouldn't have all these things. It would it would be because it's bad for you. It's bad for the citizens. They would care about your health. You know, and the corporations aren't running things. We're back to the corporations running things, you see. So if the, if the, if the government is working with the corporations, mm-hmm. then they're not really helping you as far as I'm concerned. Well, you and I disagree on a lot of things, don't we? That's okay. That's okay. We can agree to dis- disagree. You know, I mean, and there's nuances. We're talking in big, you know, general, you mm-hmm. know. I think there's been too much government control um, generally. And, you know, that's why I'm saying the whole yeah. thing needs to be rethought or restarted or where is this going or does it really benefit people? You see, I, um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a great proponent of the government. I believe in the government. Okay. I, 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 I really do. Because I've worked for the government. I've Mm -hmm. seen what happens when people go outside the lines and how it affects them and what damage they do to themselves. Well, I don't know what you're referring to specifically, Rob. Crime. Oh, crime. Well, that's not... That's not government controlled. That's individual. No, that's government controlled. Because if it wasn't government controlled, you would not need police forces. You wouldn't need enforcement officers. Okay, but, that, but this is a much larger story here. I mean, I know in the states they're trying to, you know, defund the police because of you know, uh, yeah. you know, black people, and that's pretty obvious, you know, being beaten up by police. But I'm not saying that you don't need some kind of uh, police authority. But um, people turning to crime—that's a whole social. Hey, Tara, stand by. We've thing. got us. Yeah. We, all right. So, uh, Exonation. Tara Green's my guest. www.taratarot.com. Or visit our blog at www.infinitynow.wordpress.com. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. We'll be back on the other side of this program, this commercial. Don't go away. In the woods, sir, cutting down a tree. Finishing off right around midday with a nice cold coconut. The bears were cold, but it wasn't enough to cool his fellow snow. They figured it nice when the river swim down in the valley below. The girls agreed, but this day said, What are we going to eat? Where not fish will
We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Combo meal, single item at regular price. Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. If you'd like to send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com. And if you'd like the broadcast schedule of the Exxon Broadcast Network, it's at www.xzbn.net, but it will be changing over the next couple of days. So if you go there and you turn on your local radio or if you turn on an online platform and it's not the program that you think should be there, Go back and check the schedule at www.xzbn.net. Tara, have you noticed, uh, I know that you do dreams analysis or dream interpretations. Have you, done, have you noticed a shifting in the type of dreams that people are, are dreaming about at night? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, you know, a lot of people are telling me that they're having, you know, more prophetic dreams. Some people are having these incredible angelic and very uplifting dreams, um, and really trusting them more and learning to trust their intuition. You know, mm-hmm. so to me, it's like if, if people are really learning to trust their intuition and their kind of connection with their higher selves or their guardian angels, then you know they don't need so much outside supervision. Do you know what I mean? They can learn to trust themselves, right? So, but I think people have been having a lot of scary dreams as well because there's been a lot of fear going on and, you know what I mean, isolation. And we all tap into what's called the collective unconscious. So, you know, I just think people are more aware of their dreams. This is an ancient tradition, actually, to pay attention to your dreams, to program your dreams, to work through your dreams. You know, this is uh, the uh, Aboriginal Australians have done this, you know, for 30,000 years, you know, uh, worked with their dreams and, and believe that the dream time is real, you know, and they can actually 
pick up paths and trails and things that they haven't been to in 10 years Mm -hmm. um, through listening to their intuition and that everything leaves kind of an imprint. And so do your dreams. So I think people are telling me that, you know, things that they dreamt about 10 years ago, they're, they're now finding are coming real. And they're a bit scared by it, but, but from my point of view, no, that's all totally normal, you know. How can somebody listening to the show tonight, listening to you and listening to me, how can they put any faith into the New Age way of thinking, the astrology, the tarot, the, the group consciousness? How do they know it's real? Well, again, this is the whole point. The whole point is that you need to become autonomous within yourself. And, you, and, you know, you have to be careful when people open up to psychic energies because there are negative lower vibrational energies. You have to know how to not listen to those. You, need, you have to know how to question them. You, you need to know how to have boundaries. But when you become clearer spiritually, when you learn to tap into your own intuition, which is totally natural, and you talk about common sense, to me it is a common sense. You know what I mean? Like a sixth sense. That is common. Um, you learn to... Uh, understand and to trust people more you know you're not projecting fear you know uh you can see right through things you know you have your own higher self which is beyond your ego right. you know uh that informs you and so i think that you know that is also it's not i don't really like to use the term even new age because it's become very commercialized and do you know what i mean it's more like um higher consciousness that's what the age of aquarius is all about so what they mean by higher consciousness is aware of that you're not just this little person in the physical realm you're also much more you know and it is about in some ways connecting with the stars or cosmic consciousness or you know again this sense of what your higher self which is the whole point of working with the tarot right you know, but it's a, but it's a path but, of enlightenment but how do people know that this is real that it's just not another snake and oil story that's being sold to try and suck them into a different modality of life Well, I think there are a lot of fake psychics out there and kind of shady shamans and, you know, astrologers who are kind of fake and there's a light side to it. You have to be discerning. I would think that the most important thing is to learn to discern, you know, and, you know, if you work with elements in astrology, the element of discernment is air, which is also Aquarius, and and it's like the sword, you know, the sword in the tarot is the symbol of air or the mind. So cutting through, that's a very Buddhist thing, cutting through what's false and what's real. You have to always ask yourself, is this real? Does this seem right? What am I missing here? You know, everybody has blind spots. So it's a kind of a trial and error that you have to go through, you know, to be kind of um, like initiated into learning to trust yourself or trust your heart. You know, everybody kind of knows. Do you know what I mean? But what about people who are devout Christians or devout member uh, uh, Jews or devout Catholics? You know, well, you know, I, th- I think if you're listening to dogma, then you're going to be against this, right? Um, I think if you study history and you really learn to delve into where it all comes from and where it was all behind, and there are beautiful spiritual teachings in true Christianity and to, in true Jewish mysticism, and they're all at the center or say the same thing. It is all about love. Um, you know, God is this whole complete entity that we don't really understand from our consciousness, but you know what I mean? We're part of that. We aren't inseparable from it. Do you know what I mean? But you have to, you have to read, you have to learn, you have to study, you have to want to understand more, but you know, if it, not, what, not just what you're being told. But if it's so natural, why don't we know that without doing all the reading, without going to the lectures, without going to the seminars, without buying books, without buying this, that, and the other thing? 
Why doesn't it just come well, naturally? I, yeah, because I think we've been programmed. We've been programmed by institutions, by government, by religion. Oh, hold on here, hold on here. Let, let's, let's, leave, let's leave the government and institutions out of this. Because I don't see the, where, where they come in when I'm asking you questions about validating okay. what, you know, what is being professed about the, the universal consciousness, about, about the, the truth behind astrology and so on. My question is, how do people listening tonight know mm-hmm. that what you and other members that we've had on this show are really telling us what is out there, or is it what they individually believe? Okay, I, I think you have to validate it for yourself. That's exactly my point. Okay. You know, is this really true? I've met so many people who have had these experiences where they listen to what's called synchronicity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Things that run through your life. There are elements, there are lessons, there's triggers, but you have to be aware of it. You have to trust enough to follow it. And then eventually sometimes you go, wow, this thing that I don't even really understand or know anything about or has nothing to do with my culture or my background or anything has been calling me. I can see it through my artwork, through my dreams, through the people I've met, through the what seems to be... You know, I didn't even understand what this was all about. Later, it beca- it unfolds itself. So I think, you know, the whole point is to meditate, you know, to really learn to listen, to get quiet, to get out of all the noise. You know, it's so noisy and busy. And, you know, part of the Internet is really to distract us so we're not in touch with ourselves. Wait a sec, wait a sec, be- wait a sec, hold on here. You're saying the mm-hmm. Internet is responsible for us not being in contact with ourselves? Yeah, it's a big distraction. How? It takes you... People well, want to do you're it. you're busy with all this information. Yeah, but if, mean, it was, it, if it wasn't for the internet, you wouldn't get a lot of your business. Oh, I know that. No, I'm just saying it is more to our company. Yes, it's a tool that's uh-huh. a communication tool, just like your you know, hardwired telephone is. It's yeah. just much more expansive, right? Uh-huh. So in that sense, that's good. But the, the vast amount of information, it's like there's more information and people have not necessarily gotten that much more intelligent. Do you know what I mean? So it is a big distraction, too. I mean, things are complicated, and they've gotten more complicated because as you have all these bits of information, like now you could learn any eclectic occult school online. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Stuff that you would have had to be an initiate who was chosen, who would have to study for years and be tested and whatnot. You know, all that information is available. You know, that doesn't mean that it's you can really use it or you understand it, you know, but it's still all there, you know. So it's a very magical universe in a way. Yeah, or, um, or is it, or is it the, the fact that there are people out there who talk the talk about the, the universe consciousness, you know, uh, all the aspects that are covered, and I know you don't like the word, by, by New Age practitioners, mm-hmm. that are really the, the culprits here. Because they, they go online, they, uh, for example, we had a lady on our show going back to November 20th, mm-hmm. and uh, she, was, she claimed to have all these degrees. She sent us the degrees, and what we do with all the guests now is we vet them. Mm-hmm. And we contacted the uh, university, and the university never heard of her. And mm-hmm. we sent copies of her, her diplomas and degrees to the university, and they were all fake. Mm-hmm. And yet well, she was claiming to be a demonologist, and she was claiming to have degrees in this, that, and the other thing. So if people who are out there using these fake degrees to give themselves more prestige and to give themselves credibility where they certainly don't earn it, or, or they shouldn't even have that, you know, that's like stolen valor to me. 
yeah, well, it's fraud, you know. Yeah. So really, it's good that you you should call her out. And I'm always into oh, I, you know, I, I people did. that are promising yeah. all that shit, you know, all that stuff. You yeah. know, don't don't go there, you know. Yeah. So so Definitely. how when, I mean, you know, with all this, mm-hmm. where do where do people go for the truth? You know, and I and I really uh, think I really think that what what is being sold to people, especially in these times, is n- not sold, but people look on the internet, they see all this love, hold hands, kumbaya, the coming of this age, that age, the other age. And because they have the inability to cope with reality, they look at the uh, the new age, once again, I know I don't like that word, the new age. That's okay. And, mm-hmm. and gravitate to it because they'd rather be part of this group that is saying, hey, you're okay. We are offering you the uh, the pathway to to whatever yeah to enlightenment no yeah. I, and i agree robin totally you know my thing is you always have to hold the opposites you know yes it's there's a part of this that can mm-hmm. look really horrible going on and people need to um, you know, be active. Right. You know, if you don't like what's going on in the country, then do something about yeah, it. Move. You know, educate yourself. You don't like what's going on, then do something about it. Don't. I mean, on the other hand, yes, they can't cope. They need some way of coping. That can be fine, but that's not all there is. And you can't escape yeah. into some, you know, new age la di da thing either. You like know? you know, I've so, I've told many of people who have come to Canada, and all they do when they get here is they complain. And I say, hey, listen, where the plane landed, it takes off from. And, you know, if you look at the end of the runway as you're leaving back to where you came from, you see that person waving goodbye, that's going to be me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I think, you know, it has to be both. If you want the world to change, you know, mm-hmm. be the change. You know, you do have to change inside of yourself first. You know what I mean? Um, you have to kind of understand yourself first and, and, you know, before you can do change the world, you know, and it's, and it's a big world to change, you know, I mean, it's always changing. Change Mm -hmm. is the essence of the, of the world anyway. Right. Um, but I think people can't escape from it. And I think when the world has been so hard like this, there is a, a definite sense of escapism. Um, and that's not healthy either. You know, so again, it's always about the middle way in a way. Do you know what I mean? Yes, we need some government control. Yes, we need some, you know, corporations to run things. Uh, you know, you can, you can only make so much yourself unless mm-hmm. you're going back to the dark ages and you're making everything yourself. Do you know what I mean? So you have to have a middle path and a middle path that's, that's really balanced. And the thing is we are, you know, out of balance and we could tip more and get more even out of balance. You know, if people blindly buy into the technology and, you know, we've, we're a long way from where we were. So we have to find some but, kind of But unfortunately, way. technology is here to stay. I think it is, you yeah. know. I mean, there are going to be communities that drop out. There are some that are forming right now, you well, know. you know what? If, they're, if, they can't, if they can't take, if they cannot be part of the solution, they want to be part of the problem, hey, there's an island out there, go to it. Mm-hmm. Cut yourself mm-hmm. off from society, but when you need help, when you need medical attention, when you need law enforcement, don't call us. Take care of yourself. Well, that's a whole- yeah, that's a whole other story, you yeah. know. So, like I'm just saying, I, I feel like we're in the midst of a major change, mm-hmm. that's all. And it could go both ways, you know, because there's there's a lot at stake. You know, the world is a complicated place. It sure is. Tara, we've got to say so long for tonight. Okay. The time is up. And right. Exo Nation, if you'd like to find out more about our guest this hour, visit her website, tarataro.com. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news. As we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center and studio in 
Oh my gosh, Crystal Beach, Ontario, Canada. Hey, I'm serious. If you come to Canada, you don't like it, you can't assimilate to our way of living, go back home. We don't need you. It's that simple. It's that plain. And my personal experience with New Age practitioners is that there's more snake oil vendors within the New Age community, whether they're psychics, whether they're tarot card readers, whether they're astrologers, they need to be under the microscope. And that's why maybe a lot of them really don't like the government because they know one day they're going to get the knock on the door. It's not going to be a, a client, but it's going to be a government official. We'll be back, Uncle Wayne. The fish, the river, no, they won't be safe no more. we welcome back when spearfishing we go. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast but the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.